Welcome to another episode of Ask the Zamboni Experts. I'm your host, Marty Elliott, and today our guests are Jason Keating, the Operations Manager of Merlis Belshire Place, home of the University of Saskatchewan Huskies. And also with us is George Ranier. George is the lead operator for uh, Jason's uh, team. Welcome, gentlemen. Thanks for having us. It's my pleasure. I'm glad you guys were able to get uh, the time to uh, come on board and talk about the topic we're going to talk about, which is why choose Zamboni? But before we get into that, maybe uh, you can share a little bit of your history and background. I've known Jason for, well, geez, got to be at least a half a dozen years. I've known you now, Jay, but uh, share with the audience uh, what your history uh, in the industry has been. Well, I, uh, typical kind of, I guess, Canadian background. Grew up across the street from a, a, a great rink, the old barn called Lakeshore Arena in Toronto, and started working there when I was like nine um, under my brother, and who would pay me like a 50 cents to help clean the stands. But anyways, just kind of worked there throughout high school and college, and then when, once I was done college, they kind of sort of brought me on full time and started to, uh, you know, train me uh, as far as an operator goes, supervisor, and and then from there. Uh, Lakeshore Arena developed into the MasterCard Center of Hockey Excellence, which the Toronto Maple Leafs and uh, Toronto Marlies became the practice facility for. So it was there for the opening and there for a number of years. And then uh, from there, just do that introduction to Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment, I was fortunate enough to, to get on board there. And I was the uh, supervisor uh, of Rico Coliseum and BMO Field. Um, and, you know, got me more experience and then <clears throat> met my wife in Toronto who's originally from uh, Saskatoon. So we made the trek back to Saskatoon and became the director of operations at SaskTel Center, which is home of the uh, Saskatoon Blades of the WHL and uh, the Saskatchewan Rush lacrosse team. Uh, and then uh, made my way over to become manager of operations of the new facility here at the University of Saskatchewan Merlis Belcher Place. So, wow. uh, Pretty fortunate that uh, I've been in the same industry since day one, and that's my career, and I love it. They pay me to be at the arena, which uh, is, is I don't know why they do that, but it's kind of like <laughs> a, a, an added bonus. So um, just like coming to the rink every day and uh, wasn't able to, to uh, start an NHL career, so this was the next best thing. If there is a definition in the uh, dictionary of a uh, rink rat, uh, just look up Jake Heating. And, uh, yeah. That's, uh, probably, that's probably well, hold on. Wait, wait, till you, wait till you talk to George here. Well, that's where I'm going <laughs> Might be next. his picture too. Yeah, George and Jay. George, why don't you share with the audience what your experience has been in the industry? Okay, well, uh, just like Jay, I started off as a rink rat. I was uh, you know, 12, 13 years old. They opened up this uh, rink for the city of Saskatoon. Uh, Archibald Arena, and I was there as a rink rat from uh, 12 to 17 or 18 or whatever. And that at that time, we didn't have a machine. We had uh, these pull carts, and we had to scrape the ice by hand. So uh, what we had is about 20 of these rink rats that loved to play hockey, and we would go out there and scrape and flood with these scrapers and these big tanks pulled around in 15 minutes, but they would allow us half an hour. So that would give us the rink rats 15 minutes to horse around and play hockey afterwards. So, uh, but in 77 is when the building uh, changed from natural ice to artificial ice. And uh, at that time, um, we're getting a three point hitch and uh, they brought me on board. I was fortunate enough to just go right from rink rat right to, uh, to an operator at that time. And uh, so from 77 to 
81, that's what I did. And then they opened up a new rink, ACT Arena in Saskatoon. And uh, that facility had dual ice, one on natural, uh, one on concrete and one on uh, just a sand base. And uh, so we had a, a the, uh, I think it was like the 525 at that time. Uh, it was a bigger machine, which was great uh, to use on both sides because we had enough water that with the one tank that you could fill up with two, three minutes and then you're good to move on the next one. So, uh, so yeah, so for that time from 81 to 88, basically I was at ACT and uh, then I went to South Tail Center with, <clears throat> at that time was called Saskatchewan Place and uh, was there for about 20 years. And then I went back to ACT as a supervisor there uh, for the, my remaining years of uh, working for the city. Uh, and uh, at that time, we actually had a Zamboni that was uh, natural gas. So uh, we always had to be on the ball about making sure that was full. But if it was full, you were usually good for the day. And uh, it, it was a great machine. We were able to fill up that one overnight and then be good for going the next day. So when I left there, then I uh, I took a couple of years off, and then I ended up getting back in together with Jay here over at uh, Merle Felsher Place, and uh, that's where I am now. So loving it. Fantastic. It sounds like uh, between the two, you have close to 100 years of experience. Maybe a little slight of that number, but uh, <laughs> definitely, definitely you have a lot of experience between the two of you under your belts. Would it be fair to say, gentlemen, that uh, majority of your career in the industry uh, you've been operating Zamboni ice resurfacers. Would that be fair to say? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Majority of them um, have been Zamboni. There's been a, a odd occasion where I had to use another uh, product, but uh, glad to always come back to use Zamboni and and uh, just you know your your vehicle of choice. Like you know yeah, some absolutely. guys some guys are Ford guys, some guys are Chevy guys, and we're Zamboni guys. <laughs> Well, let's dive a little deeper into that. Um, talk about Zamboni and your choice of uh, operating an exosurfacer has been Zamboni. Maybe you can share with the audience what it is that uh, has been reflective in the operation of your facilities and delivering the best ice possible to your customer base. Well, I think for me, it starts, um, you know, it was the first machine that I was trained on. Uh, we had a 440 back at Lakeshore Arena. And uh, it was just, it was, it was easy to use. I was 16 years old when I was trained on it. And within a day I was, I was doing floods and, and within a couple of days I was <clears throat> pretty much, you know, given my own shift and, and doing regular floods, you know, the ease of, of use for Zambonis, um, uh, you know, the operator, um, you know, there's not a lot of operator error because it's just, you know, it's simple to use. Um, you know, you do your, your regular maintenance on it, you know, you grease all your points and, um, you know, fresh blade, all stuff like that. Like it's, it's very, it's not, it's, it's, it's very hard to, to ruin a, a slab of ice. If, if, uh, you know, you're just doing the, the simple, the simple routine of maintenance and, and checks and, and, you know, edging and stuff like that. You always, Zamboni always provides a, a you know, NHL quality sheet every time. Nice. What about you, George? What have you identified that's uh, you can take it a step further and share with the audience? Well, definitely, uh, I, I love the reliability of a Zamboni. Uh, I have driven other machines in the past that were not Zamboni, and uh, you can clearly see a difference. Uh, you know, when, if you're just going to go out there and flood the ice, uh, you know, the other machines will work. Uh, but the reliability and the, and the finish that a Zamboni gives you, uh, because of the pressure that the machine puts down on the conditioner, 
uh, it, it, yeah, like there's no, there's no match. Like as far as I'm concerned, the uh, like the Zamboni is the way to go. It, it does a nice sweep along the boards. It does a, uh, a really good job on the ice. Those are the, those are my biggest things. When I want a plane, then I have no. That's the way to go. I mean, the Zamboni got the other machines built or beat tap, you know, hands down. Nice. Well, let's talk. You you went uh, down a road. To, I want to talk a little bit about uh, George talking about uh, down pressure of the machine, and that's uh, that's unique to the Zamboni isosurfacer compared to the industry. But that is only workable and applied if the operators are maintaining the sh uh, machine properly and doing the proper servicing. So let's talk about your operation, Jay, and your operators um, as far as circle checks, uh, doing daily, weekly, monthly service on the machine. What's that look like? And uh, would you be doing it yourself or your our distributor that works in your backyard, which is for Mark Equipment? Um, would they be involved in that process along with your uh, your staff as well? Uh, yeah, it's a combination of all there, um, Marty. And, uh, you know, we're lucky enough to have George here uh, with all the experience he has. And it's, you know, it comes second nature to him. But, uh, you know, having the operators, the other operators, you know, keep an eye on, you know, when they're starting their shifts, doing a quick circle check, you know, making sure, you know, our propane tanks are, are uh, ready to go, you know, tire pressure is good, um, you know, your your augers are clear, like, you know, your, your rag is good. Um, but then we have, you know, a guy like George who, you know, this is Monday morning here, we come after a, a busy weekend, we have Husky Hockey and and a busy, a busy facility. Um, we have SMHA. We have everything from sledge hockey um, to to adult rentals to campus racks. So you know, when you have a busy facility, and then we come back Monday morning, and, and you know, George comes in, and you know, he's going to be changing the blades today, and and that's uh, going and greasing all his points, and and then uh, you know, uh, we're good for the week kind of thing. So. And then, you know, you throw in Furmark on top of that too as well. Like, you know, um, you know, having that relationship with Peter and, his, and the team there, John, um, all the guys, uh, Paula, um, you know, it's, a, it's, it's, it's like they're a part of the team here. Um, you know, we can call them and actually they call us too sometimes. Um, you know, we might see something that they've never seen before and vice versa. Um, and, and, you know, doing our, our you know, semi-annual maintenance with them um, having them come down or even, you know, in the summertime when we do go down to one sheet, we have two sheets of ice here. Um, right. we go down to one in the summertime. Uh, we'll send, we'll just send our, our, our one of our Zambonis down every second year kind of thing, just to do a, a whole once over of the machine. So it's, it's a team effort and, um, you know, everyone, you know, we're in the same business and we love doing it. And, uh, Peter and John were here actually last week, uh, right. And they're 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 in a, the business where they represent other uh, manufacturers of, of products in different industries like garbage trucks and um, other things. And I, I turn to John. I go. I go. Have you ever met uh, a group of people like ice people? And he just kind of chuckles. He's like, No way. <laughs> you guys, you guys take the cake on that one. You guys, there's something about you guys where you know we we take and this goes with everyone in every ice hockey facility across the world like you know you, you meet people at conferences and you know i've met people from australia and it, they take the same pride uh in in delivering quality ice uh whether it's for five-year-olds or whether it's for university hockey or it's for nhl 
Um, we all take pride in, in delivering that quality of ice um, to our customers. And that's what we all love to do. And uh, can't say it any better than that. That, uh, that slogan was said back in 1949 by our founder, Frank Zamboni, and it, continually selling ice to our customers and uh, doing a great job with pride. So that's, uh, that's fantastic. Let me ask you, uh, George and Jay, have you guys ever been in a bind where um, Firmark's been uh, on top of it and gotten you out of a situation? Maybe share a couple of stories you might have uh, experienced uh, with uh, them coming to uh, help you out. You know what, I've, uh, I've only been in Saskatoon for about eight years, uh, nine years now, I like SAS Health Center and uh, now Merlis Belcher, and we've used Firmark at both facilities. Um, haven't had too crazy of stories, but I just know that, you know, if there's ever been, you know, any kind of issue, Firmark's is right on top of it. Um, so, like, the reliability with, with, with them, um, like I said, they're just, they're just another part of the team that wants to deliver the, the quality of ice uh, to the to the end user at the end of the day. But uh, I'm sure George, I think, has maybe Yeah, you know, a uh, story here. going yeah. back to the machine that I used to have uh, at ACT, which was the natural gas machine, right. uh, we had an issue where, uh, I'm not sure what kind of an engine was in it, but uh, there was this little cap. It, it almost looked like a spark plug cover uh, that was because it was a natural gas machine had these uh, plugs in there and the machine just died on the ice and and for uh, we just couldn't figure out what was going on so I called for a mark and uh, lo and behold probably within 15 minutes I had a, a guy who worked on these and knew exactly what I was talking about and he told me over the phone this is what you got to do you got to find that plug put it in there and man I put it in there and then bingo we were up and running again 15 minutes later like yeah like for has been excellent I've uh, worked with them for years, even at uh, South Tell Center when we were there. Uh, we've had some issues then that Firmark was always on the ball. Uh, the difference is, is that if we need to order something, well then, yeah, we need to get it delivered. Uh, and if we needed it that day, then they would make sure that they would get us that part that day, they, even if they chucked it out, whatever. Uh, so yeah, Firmark's been excellent. I've been working with them for years. Uh, bought lots of Zambonis from them. Uh, yeah, Firmark's been excellent. And the thing yeah, too, uh, sorry ahead, there, yeah. is, sorry, um, is we want to continue that relationship with Firmark, and as as things technology advances and and stuff like that, we're excited to actually our next purchase uh, purchase here at Merle's Special Place. We're looking uh, to purchase the electric Zamboni and electric Edger, and and continue on like just you know um, you know following the technology and and uh, you know I've heard good story good things about the electric. Uh, the uh, electronic unit. And you led me down a path I want to talk about uh, going green, where uh, where your facility's at. So, so where, where where you've been and where you want to get to when it comes comes to uh, speaking to a carbon footprint, what's igniting that, uh, Jay? What uh, is just ex expectation in the industry or is it something that's happening at your facility, your campus, that is igniting uh, the green initiative? Uh, it's a combination of things, Marty. It's, first of all, I want, to, I want that annual uh, inspector from the city no longer coming <laughs> to my facility, um, right. doing right. you doing the CO readings and stuff like that, and that's just a joke. But uh, you know, I think with the technology, uh, it's it's being pushed on in, in in many angles. I think you know, from the university standpoint, we're a university building. We work for um, New Stadia Recreation, which is a, a management company. So we're hired by the university to run their facility. Now, um, 
we kind of follow direction from the university and, and you know universities across the world now that's you know what's what they're promoting that's what their their end goal is you know and, and not only that though i think you want to get away from using anything that uh, admits any emissions especially in a building you know we got good ventilation and stuff but still we have you, you have kids here playing hockey um you have fans here watching and um you, you want to reduce any emissions uh as as possible and going that green route just you know it's it's the right choice it's the smart choice it's it's where we need to be yeah yeah so would it be fair to say jay that uh the management company new stadium uh, out of uh ontario here are they moving green with all their facilities or specifically just your facility moving forward no i think you know um eventually we'll be getting there um new stadium has a great relationship with zamboni uh we use it at all our facilities across the board um so i think that's you know going to be coming along down down the uh the pipeline me being me, I just like being the first at it. I want to get at it. I want to sort of uh, pave the way and, and show and, and kind of work with Zamboni and Furmark and um, just kind of just sort of, uh, you know, make my sort of footprint uh, as well uh, on on things. Yeah, no, I understand. Let's talk about um, uh, retaining value of your machines, which you've experienced over the years, gentlemen, uh, specifically maintaining the machines and maintenance. Um, that you maintain the value come trade in time at the end of the life cycle of the machine. Maybe you can share with the audience what specifically you're doing presently um, uh, with your machines to, main, to maintain that value. Maybe you can speak to that, both of you. Well, I'll let George kind of touch base on this. He, he does a lot of the maintenance and, and it shows. Yeah, so like obviously the, uh, I mean, you're getting into your regular oil changes, that kind of thing. Uh, you always gotta make sure your, your fluids are up, that kind of thing, but really, like with the Zamboni being in the water and ice all the time, uh, the greasing is very important. Uh, I've heard of people saying, well, you know, my bearings have seized up and uh, they're only, you know, they're greasing once every month and a half. Well, you just, it just doesn't cover. You end up, if you end up doing all that, you never change, you never have to change your bearings. You're always good. Uh, you know, you're always free. The augers are free rolling. Uh, those are the kind of things that if you do that over the course, and we keep a record of all our stuff that we do on our Zamboni. And uh, every time I change the blade, I go through that whole thing, uh, making sure everything's covered, right down to the wheels, to the pressure. Uh, yeah, and those kind of things, I think, in the end, uh, you can. it shows exactly when the blade was changed. It shows exactly when the oils were changed, all that stuff. It, it, it's a good thing to have uh, down the road. Nice. So would it be fair to say then, George, that you're actually utilizing the Zamboni standard operating procedure as far as maintenance on the machine? Or has the university and, and Jay, with your experience as well, have you guys developed anything on top of what we already uh, put out to our customer base? Well, I think actually the uh, the one we have from Zamboni is the one I actually follow. Uh, so, But it covers pretty much everything there, Marty. Uh, uh -huh. As far as I'm concerned, anyway, uh, anything that would be... Uh, sticking out is going to be covered on that list. Sure. Have you guys uh, taken advantage of the resource center that we have on our website at zamboni.com as far as the training yeah, videos? Yeah, I have. I have checked minutes? it out and, and used it for sure, 100%. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you know, the, the, what, what, what we're seeing, and I'm sure in your marketplace as well, guys, uh, succession planning is so critical right now in the parks and recreation, specifically in, in our industry and in arenas, uh, due to the fact that a lot of people are retiring. And you know, where, where this leads me to is, George, you've been doing maintenance on machines for years and you certainly have the skill sets to do so. But Jave, what's your succession, succession planning to make sure, I mean, if George is going to retire, who's stepping up to the plate to assist next uh, in uh, doing that? Or do you already have other people involved in the maintenance of your machines presently? Um, right now, it's, it's solely George and I. Um, and yeah, it's, it's one thing that I, I have to get on top of. You know, I think, um, I can't speak for other other places. It's, it's, I don't know if we're a dying breed at all, but uh, we have a bit of a revolving door as far as operations goes. And, you know, just coming out of the pandemic too as well was kind of tough. Um, you know, hiring people back and, and, and uh, you know, um, expectations of a job but uh no we have to you know basically get the knowledge out of george <laughs> and, and pass that on uh, and we're going to be doing that shortly here uh we have two guys here that uh, have been here for since opening in 2019 um and you know they 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 actually you know when it comes to uh providing a great sheet of ice is they're they're tops and um you know, now it's kind of moving on to the to the maintenance uh, side of things. We're just lucky enough that we have George here. He's he's a, the day guy and, and, right. and kind of uh, watches over that and allows the rest of the guys not to worry about that. They can focus on you know the maintenance of the ice and and providing that quality sheet. Yeah, to have someone like George on your staff, valuable. I mean, you just can't put a price tag on that. Which leads me to the, going back to the resource center that you guys have uh, seen. So uh, to you and, and to other uh, listeners out there, take advantage of utilizing that as you're uh, performing your succession planning, bringing new people on um, and growing them within the, uh, within the uh, specs of the uh, job itself and doing maintenance on the machine. So gentlemen, let's talk about uh, trade-in values of machines based on uh, over the years. What, what is it specifically that you recognize on your machines that you've maintained to be able to get the max dollar in the trade-in value? Anything specific that you've identified well, I, I think Marty, it goes back to what George was was uh, was saying there, and, and it's 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 the regular maintenance and you know taking care of your machine. Um, we have two machines here. We have a 446 and a 525, and our 525 we actually purchased uh, used from Firmark, and it has about uh, 41 40, yeah 4400 hours 4400 hours on it. If you look at that machine right now, it looks it looks like it have a thousand hours on it. I've seen that um, machine and it does. I mean, you guys definitely keep that machine in great shape. Yeah, and you know, it's just everything from like, you know, keep keeping it clean, just, you know, just it's it's the you know, taking the care and and you know, it's it's the pride and and just uh, you know, it's that whole thing of, of providing that good sheet of ice, you know, you, if if you got a, an ugly looking machine out there and people are looking at it, they're just like that that first perception even if it's giving you good quality ice, it's it's uh it, it doesn't look good you want you want your facility to look good you want your machines to look good you want your ice to look good so at the end of the day it's just it's keeping that quality and keeping that uh, maintenance up and just the values the value holds um and so like we're looking hopefully next year to place that order for the new electric and you know say goodbye to the 525 and and uh, i'm sure someone would be uh happy with that machine and it'll be good to years to come yeah, Probably I agree, and I, I I do think that uh, like even the engine is the one that obviously is one of the biggest things. 
And if you uh, if you do your regular oil changes, I mean, obviously, in our building we have two ranks. If you're using the 446 all the time, well, the hours will build on that one. So the good thing about taking care of the machine as a whole, if something happens to your engine, you could replace the engine, and then you'd be good for a long time again. You know, that's the kind of way Zamboni works. The engines put on, I mean, thousands of hours. So you know, really, like yeah, like Jay just said, like the the taking care of the building or the machine the way it's supposed to be done if you do that it'll last you a long time totally agree with that it takes i mean it goes to anything that you'll take care of it and uh, it'll last longer yes yes absolutely definitely definitely well gentlemen uh, I, I i do have a lot of other things i want to cover off and maybe you can share with the audience um specifically why you've chosen Zamboni. Uh, for you, Jay, you've been in the management role where you're making decisions on what you're, uh, where you're directing your uh, facility towards as far as an ice resurfacer, but why is it that you've continued to choose Zamboni? Maybe you can share well, with it's, it's Honestly, Marty, it's the simple choice. It's, it's, it's the easy choice. Um, it's what professionals use. It's, you know, when you, you see anything from NHL to Olympics, um, you know, it, it's, it's what they use. Uh, that's, the first starting point, but it, it's it's also the relationships we've built over the years. You know, we've known each other a number of years. You know, Furmark, we've known it over a number of years. Yep. And not only that, even when I was back in Toronto, um, it, it's just the relationship. We all know each other, and we want to work to strive to, you know, advance, you know, uh, ice technology. We want to advance, you know, like I said before, we want to just provide the same sheet of ice that you'd see at Scotiabank Arena here at Merlis Belcher Place or at ACT or at Lakeshore Arena, MasterCard Center. That's what we all strive to do. And, and Zamboni allows us to do that. Nice. And specifically, uh, any options on the machine that uh, assist in you uh, delivering the best ice uh, to your customers? Well, I know. I, like For me, I ordered when I was at ACT, I ordered a Zamboni with a uh, extra tank on the side. It was basically uh, where the where the uh, propane tanks would sit. And right. that allowed me, when I was at ACT with the double rink, uh, if I filled both tanks, and because it was a bigger machine that had a bigger tank, uh, you would be able to actually flood both rinks back to back without even filling up. So, uh, you know, those are the kind of things, uh, right down to the board brush to, you know, to, like Zamboni has more options available to their machines than the other machines. So like Jay said, the reason those people, those professionals are using that Zamboni is because Zamboni is the best. Well said. And, and, the, and the one thing I'm looking forward to is, uh, is uh, Furmark was here just prior to when we shut down for the pandemic. Yep. Uh, and they yep. both brought uh, an electric uh, edger and they brought the, uh, the 400 series uh, electric uh, Zamboni. And just using those, uh, was it like a treat? It was Absolutely. so much fun. It was, it, it, was, it was, yeah, it was like Christmas here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, it was in I think it was in July when they came. So yeah, it was Christmas in July in Saskatoon. So um, we're, we're excited to uh, continue that relationship with Furmark and Zamboni. And um, we're excited to, you know, place our next order and, and, and just continue delivering the best ice uh, we think here at Merlis Special. Merlis Belcher place in the world. <laughs> yeah. And no more propane tanks. 
Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, no more propane tanks. 33 pounders you don't have to pick up and carry. Well, oh. I, I appreciate uh, the feedback, gentlemen. That's uh, it's greatly appreciated, and uh, I can speak for myself. Uh, working, I've worked with both of you, and it is it is a pleasure, and it's great to see the passion that you guys have, and not only yourselves as lead and management, but also your operators. Uh, I certainly uh, identified that when I was out there a couple. Of, it's got to be at least well. Three years now, Jay, when I was out at your Three years, yeah, about three years now, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's been three years. Um, and uh, to be able to see the passion that uh, your staff have in uh, doing what they do, it's it's so noticeable and it's great to see. And, and I get to see that all the time. So we talk about paying it forward and, and the benefits of working in this industry. Plentiful, very plentiful. Well, and that's, and that's you touched it. I want to just touch base on that, Marty, is, is mm -hmm. that's the thing. Like we've met a lot of people along the way. And at the end of the day, I could call, you know, uh, so many names, you know, Sean Noble, uh, you know, Kyle Lamke, you know, all the great names in the industry. And I know I can call them. And if I had a, a problem, uh, we'd, we'd sort it out. Like, we, we just love the industry and, and uh, you know, it's, it's what we do. Like, and even locally here, you know, we go around and, you know, even Darren Schro at Schro Arena here in Saskatoon, we have a relationship yep. with. And he calls me sometimes and, you know, asks questions and vice versa. So it's, it's even though we kind of a bit of a, you know, competitor, if you can call it that, but uh, at the end of the day, we just want to help each other, and that's that's what it's all about. So true, so true. Tight-knit uh, industry community, I mean, it, it's big. It's a big industry, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I uh, concur with what you're saying there, Jay, being able to call anybody at any, any time of the day to be able to uh, work out a yeah, issue, yeah. and uh, they're there I mean, for that you. That goes with Peter and John at Furmark and, and you yep. at Zamboni too as well. Like, it's just, uh, it's it's a fun, it's just, it's great, it's family. It is. Yeah. Well said. Yep. It's family. Definitely. It would uh, be, I would be remiss if I didn't uh, throw this out here uh, coming to an end. A uh, little bit of a side job. I understand Jay that you're involved in. So I have to put a plug to your other business, uh, the Wendell Clark's classic grill and bar. Uh, how long have you been a part of that and uh, where's it located? Maybe you can throw a plug out there to the audience. Well, I really appreciate that plug. Uh, yeah. So we've been uh, open for three years and, when I moved here about eight or nine years ago, uh, coming from Toronto and obviously a big Leaf fan and, and uh, growing up in the era of, of Wendell Clark and, you know, he was my hero back in the day. I, I mm -hmm. came to Saskatoon with my wife and one of the first things I noticed is like, they don't have a Wendell Clark's classic grill and bar here. <laughs> they have a few in Ontario, but they don't yes. have one in Saskatoon. He played for the Saskatoon Blades. Yes, He's he from did. Kelvington, Saskatchewan. Like, What's, what's going on here? And I'm just fortunate enough that uh, my wife's uncle is in the food and, and restaurant business. And he at one point owned the, uh, all the Burger Kings in town. And if right. you remember uh, the Bonanza restaurant uh, oh, yes. back in the day, he, uh, <laughs> he was the owner of that. And, and uh, him and his, his other partner, Gary, and another partner, Kendall, we just, I kind of pitched the idea to them. I found the location and Lo and behold, nine months later, we kind of opened in, in 2019 there and uh, had a great first year. And and unfortunately, the uh, the pandemic hit, but, you know, we uh, had a good client base where we, we were able to get through it with uh, takeout and delivery. And, um, you know, now that we're coming out of the pandemic here, we're kind of, you know, again, full bore and doing well. And we're located in Saskatoon at 125 Circle Drive East, which is at the corner of uh, Circle and Idlewild, close to the airport. And in sort of a little hotel area and close to SAS Health Center. So we do good lunches and dinners and after, uh, you know, blades and rush events, we, uh, you know, have, have great times, always Leafs on or NHL or all sorts of sports going on. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it was just kind of a little 
sort of passion of mine or a little thing in my head to, you know, open up a restaurant uh, after my hero, Wendell Clark. And, and here we are sure. today. Yeah, and here we are today, and I think I've seen some uh, photos of you and Wendell uh, together on uh, social media platforms. So you've obviously uh, been involved with Wendell during this whole process, I take it? Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, you know, Wendell's awesome. He's I've met him a lot of times over the years, you know, when I was with Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment. And, and yeah. he's, it's like I'm a, a you know, giddy little schoolboy <laughs> again every time I meet him. Um, my wife laughs at me. It's just, uh, you know, it, it, you know, Wayne Gretzky can come walking in. I, well, maybe not Wayne Gretzky, but uh, he's kind of like still my hero. And uh, but uh, he's such a great guy, smart guy, uh, down to earth guy. Just you know, Kelvinson, Saskatchewan born, farm boy. Um, and it's just a treat that we can uh, do what we're doing. We we have a lot of lot of sponsorships in the in the you know with SMHA and and uh, the Blaze and Rush and, and just, you know giving back to the community too as well. Well, hopefully, uh, if you haven't, uh, hopefully it's in your agenda to do so, is to get him on the machine and learn how to be a Zamboni mm-hmm. operator. That would you be know, fun Marty, I had never thought about that. We, oh. I'm going to do that. <laughs> we are going to do that. Get a picture for him. Yep. Oh, that's, that's great. A, that's a that's a go-to. I mean, if you got Michael Bublé doing his own ice at his property uh, out in BC, you got to get Wendell doing his, doing the <laughs> oh, ice. Oh, sure. right oh. no? Done and done. Done and done. <laughs> That's great. Little does he know he's going to be doing it. Like, <laughs> gonna well, he might listen to this podcast. Here. He might be listening. Yeah. To this well, gentlemen, I want to thank you both for spending the time with me today. Great chatting with you. Great catching up with you. I uh, Hopefully, I get a chance to uh, see you guys soon when I get back out, uh, out west and uh, pick your brain and uh, share some ideas with you guys as well. Um, I want to thank everyone for listening in to another episode of Ask the Zamboni Experts podcast. If you have a question for one of our experts or an idea for a future episode, please email your questions or requests to info at Zamboni.com. For more information and additional podcast episodes, please visit Zamboni.com forward slash podcasts or search Ask the Zamboni Experts on your Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. This is Marty Elliott, your host, wishing you an ice day.